Everyone listen to the song Holiday by Megan Trainer. It's a celebration. You know, we sound so much like it, they might take this down. Yeah, that's true. This could be a copyright infringement. Yeah, like because we we sound so close. Mm I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. Woohoo! We are wrapping up Tasha's Bachelorette season. Mm-hmm. And this was Fantasy Suites episode. Fantasy Suites week Fantasy or Suites. day, I guess. Fantasy Suites day. Day. Days? Oh, day. Well, oh, not Fantasy Suite week. Right. Because because Everything's contracted. Yeah. Yeah. So right. we're now now we're just going into into days. There's no more yes. weeks because normally it's hometown weeks, fantasy suite week. Yeah, yeah. The finale. Mm-hmm. Mentel all squished in there somewhere. Yep. But because this is such a contracted version of the season, here we are. Here we are. Day one of two. Yes. This is it. We have one more episode after this, yes. and then we're done with Tasha's season. Oh my god. Which is crazy. It is crazy. I, I honestly can't believe we're here. I know, but it's exciting. Yeah. Um. So so let's let's just jump in. Yeah. So there's three guys left. Mm-hmm. For those who have not been paying attention, the three guys <laughs> are um, Ivan, Brendan, and Zach. Yep. Those are the three men remaining in Tasha's season. Yes. Okay. So really quickly before any of the dates started, Chris Harrison came in um, and spoke with uh, all of them. Right. Spoke with the men and yeah, and basically told them that like things are getting real, and if you're not ready for engagement, to like now is the time to like think about it and like you have to figure that out real quick this is pretty standard fare yeah exactly. it's, it's always just setting the stage for how serious fantasy right. suites are and then juxtaposed to that we had jojo mm-hmm. still hanging around yep uh just getting a breakdown with um uh Tasha in, in front of must we say uh a beautiful breakfast god i wish i could eat uh, all the food you, you see the screenshots of these like splays yeah that they lay out for because it seems like uh, for the past few episodes Tasha has like a morning convo with a Chris Harrison or a Jojo or someone else who we'll talk about later in the episode. Um, but it's always that she's setting the table for yeah. this gorgeous breakfast. Well, you know what my favorite thing is? She definitely doesn't set that whole table. Just it's the one glass at the yeah, end. <laughs> there's definitely like producers and people who work at the La Quinta who are setting the table, like bringing the food in and setting yeah. the table. And then they're like, Tasha, just carry this plate from here to there and make it look like you did this. You don't want to give her any credit? You don't think maybe that she just like sets it all out? No? Alright. I mean, she's at an all-inclusive resort. It's not like she's home. Yeah. Like, someone's bringing the food into her. Like, and unless they're dropping it off and she has to do all the setup, which I find highly unlikely. They would never do this, but I would love if, like, there was, like, um, like an Alfred character who was just kind of, like, oh, yeah. always in the background, like, anything else, Miss Adams? Oh, I would love that. Before I bring your guest in and set the table. That. Like, that, that would be, they would never do that, but that would be so fun. Wouldn't it? Well, because they want the bachelor slash bachelorette to be like relatable in some way and there's nothing relatable about having a butler yeah and you know it's funny because if if you like zoom out for a second let let's talk about relatability these women have the most gorgeous dresses and outfits that cost so much more money than most of us have they they get to stay at an all-inclusive resort where they have 31 plus men and by 31 plus i mean in number of quantity not age pining over them And fighting for their affection, and they get to go on a bunch of dates all the time, and typically in a normal season, go on vacations with all of these men who are pining after them. Yeah. I don't know how relatable that is exactly. I guess it depends on who you are. Sure. Sure. But yeah, having a butler, that would really set it over the top. Hey, billionaire friends, let us know how relatable that is. Um, okay, so... So we get those two combos to kind of yeah. set the stage for the mm-hmm. episode, and JoJo's thing was just, tell me about the guys, what's going on, and Tasha's just telling her about the guys. Yeah. It's, it's a whole lot of yeah. nothing. I, I really just think that, I, I guess this was more of a, hey, JoJo, earn your paycheck kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. So, Um, okay, so I haven't got the first date. Mm-hmm. Um, they, their whole date... Or, like, the date portion of the fantasy suite date. Yeah. Because fantasy suite date is broken into date portion, dinner portion, fantasy suite portion. 
That's what we're gonna. We'll talk about the third portion. Okay, so the date portion, they they uh, are going. Tasha reveals that they're going to do an ice bath together, and so it's like a big aluminum tub that's filled with ice ice water yeah it was like a like a it was like an aluminum like beer holder yeah, for like, like your barbecues in the summer yeah, yeah but yeah. like big enough to fit a human and then which is like filled with ice water um and and the pretense of this was Tasha and ivan were gonna set a new long a new world record for longest coldest, coldest kiss. kiss so apparently this is a record because there's a record for everything and the previous record was five minutes and 16 seconds. How do they know? How do they know what? How, 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 how do those people know? Because there was someone... It's one of those things where, like, I don't know if this was a Guinness World Record or That's true. They something. didn't say. They didn't say Guinness. And last time they had a Guinness World Record, they had someone specifically from Guinness there. But you need a guy. You need a it's guy. It's like a whole thing. No, I know. But so they didn't have it this time. They just said it. So I don't know how official this is. But... I don't know. My point is, you know, there could be some people who live in the Arctic who are just, you know, kissing all the time. Who knows? People who climb Mount Everest together. Yeah. All I'm saying. Also, it's hot outside here in an ice bath. I, I think this hardly counts as the longest coldest kiss. Anyway, what is the Bachelor's obsession with breaking kissing records? Yeah, I don't know. Because this it's, is like a theme. It's weird. And quite frankly, every single time it's uncomfortable to watch. It's always, it's not a fun date to watch. They're just, their faces are just pressed together. It doesn't feel like a kiss, you know? It just, their faces are pressed together and it's just like that for over five minutes and 16 seconds. And so that, that, this was the whole date, guys. They sat in a tub, they, they had their faces pressed together and Chris Harrison and someone named Big Polly from Bachelor Nation. I mean, not someone. It's Big Polly. Big Polly from Bachelor Nation, who is a he's a stage manager, a stage former manager. security guard, and then he worked his way right. up the Bachelor ladder. He's like a guy. I mean, he is a guy. Yeah, yes. he's like he's like <laughs> Trent. If anyone knows Trent, he last season was the luggage guy. Mm. He was the guy who took out the luggage yeah. after Trent someone was. went home, but Trent wasn't able to bubble, so he wasn't on this season. Right. So so like Trent. people who are really in Bachelor Nation would know this person yeah, yeah, yeah for normal listeners or like people who don't watch religiously or follow the lore this this person was the stage manager yeah. you said okay so this person was the stage manager it is weird putting him up there yeah like just put jojo up there yeah i it's don't know just what, as good yeah i actually i don't know why it wasn't chris harrison and jojo i don't know why it was it's you know what's weird we haven't seen chris harrison and jojo in the same room I have a theory about They're this. They're the same person. I, oh, that wasn't my theory, but good one. Okay. Um, so I'll take that. Other theory, totally possible. I think that, I don't know if they were able to test how good JoJo would be in doing these kind of more hosty, pretty much everything that isn't just talking to the lead yeah. one-on-one. Um, I think she's bad. I think yeah, she's really bad. She's not meant to be a host. Then why did they bring her? They could have brought countless because because she signed a contract in blood. <laughs> I, I get this might be the only thing keeping her star afloat. I mean, shit. I think Nick would be a better host. Oh, me too. Than, I, I, Nick has charisma and yeah. is entertaining. Oh, I love Nick. He's um, great, and he's like a, a little bit just like mean. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's weird, but yeah, it's yeah. fun. No, it's good. Um, I like that little bit of heat. He might have fallen out of uh, favor with um, you know uh, I was I was gonna say with with um the the Bachelor show. You know what it is too. Um, outside of Ben Higgins, they don't bring a lot of people back who aren't still like together. Um, they love bringing Ben Higgins mm. back just because he's such a fan favorite and his yeah, yeah. like Q rating is so high. Um, but but. Yeah, I um, I think they're slow to to remind people like this mm. doesn't always work. Yeah, but they've made an exception for Ben. But remember, Nick was uh, he's the face of Halo Top ice cream. Well, that that's a you know, I love that. May, maybe Bachelor hates that for some reason. I don't know. I, don't, I thought that so so for whatever reason, at one point, Bachelor Nation and Halo Top ice cream paired up and SpawnCon. They did a uh, they did a commercial where there's an ice cream truck that was only serving Halo Top ice cream. Which, by the way, if you haven't had Halo Top, I recommend it. I think it's great. Let's careful. Let's let's wait to give out the recommendation until they're paying us. I don't want to <laughs> give this away for free. Come on, we gotta okay. we gotta see if we get because definitely you know, don't if, try the peanut butter well, and jelly flavor. But like, what if there's like another ice cream company that wants to come in and like they'll say, oh, like I love Turkey Hill or I love <laughs> Friendly. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, for possible future sponsorship. 
Anyway, so there is this ice cream truck, Halo Top ice cream truck, and uh, these kids walk up to it to get their ice cream, and the person inside uh, wouldn't give it to them, and Nick walks up and takes the ice cream that they were going to take and said something along the lines of, sorry kids, this ice cream's only for adults. And then he like gives them a really sassy look and like walks away. It was great. It was just a great commercial. It was quite funny. Anyway. Back to the state. Yes. Um, so, lo and behold, Tasha and Ivan break the world record for the longest cold kiss, and their record was six minutes and 35 seconds. So if you have two ice tub baths, and yeah. you want to try to break this kiss, uh, you gotta beat six minutes and 35 seconds. And just for, again, for a little bit of context, I know they said it was super cold, and I don't doubt that, but it's like 100 degrees outside. There are worse fates. Would that not make it feel more cold if your body's become acclimated to this extremely hot temperature? Yeah, but I gotta feel like there's a nice refreshing element to it, too. Like, I think it would be harder to do, like, longest coldest kiss via polar bear plunge. Like, something like that. Mm. And this is... A whole interesting thing we could get into, but I don't, I don't know. No one's going to do these things. These things are so dumb. Like, I, I get, again, we've talked about this the whole season. I get that these dates are hard to do at the La Quinta, but this feels especially lazy, yeah. especially because the next date's really good yeah. in all aspects. So, we'll get there. Like, there hasn't been an effing wine tasting or, like, cheese food something. Like, do something with food. I feel like for Ivan, they couldn't. Because everything they've done has been food so far. I feel like they can't uh, keep doing a food thing with Ivan. It had to be something different. But I agree. This was, it was a boring date to watch. It was not fun. I don't think it was a good use of their time. It was, and it couldn't have been fun for them. I'm sure, oh, it was sexy, blah, blah, no, blah. Oh, man. Well, it, like for them. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. You don't it, think it was sexy for them? He was grabbing her butt. I, I think you were just trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Yeah, sure. But like, that's all I can do as a viewer. Oh, oh no! I'm I'm totally with you. I'm right. I'm 100 with you. I think this throw it right in the garbage. Yeah, it wasn't a great date, especially like it wasn't a great date. Like right before fantasy suites, you usually want to do something like kind of intimate, like what the next date is, and again we'll get into it. Yeah, but but like this just wasn't was not great. Um, but let's get to the dinner portion of the date because mm. because now we are we're at the part of the date where they did their one on one. Now they're doing the dinner portion. Um, Tasha talked to him about the hometown that they had and how she felt like she could see herself cooking with him and his family. Um, she said how comfortable she was with him. Uh, and then he started getting serious with her and he was talking to her about how important it is to him to use the L word. He didn't say L word. I'm saying L word, uh, to say like love and Mm -hmm. to say that he loves someone. And then he told her that he is undoubtedly falling in love with her. And she said it back to him. Yep. That was a pretty big deal that it, she said. She she uses this term more loosely, I think, than some previous, um, I always, mains have. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mains or leads. Yeah, yeah, the leads don't typically say it back often. It, it's an, see, it's an all or nothing proposition. And the all is okay, because it doesn't give the game away. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Like, that's the whole, that's the thing with it. And, you know, I understand you could have quibbles with, Oh man, if you're really in love or falling in love, whatever, with someone, how are you throwing it around so freely? Um, it's where I come from. It's fine. It's I. I don't really. Sure. It doesn't bother me. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me. That was the most interesting part of this portion. I I really yeah. hate to say it. I, I like Ivan. He unfortunately he's just like a lot better when he's surrounded by like his family and his story and like other stuff, but like. Him himself isn't interesting. He's not he's not the most charismatic person. He's very wholesome. He's a good person. Yeah. He's a good human and it's rare to like see that. Someone who's so wholesome and pure and just cares so deeply and undoubtedly like about his family and about the person he's with. And like you can tell he's very passionate, but he's not charismatic and he's not you know, as it's he's not it doesn't he's not like driven by lust. Yeah. So he doesn't act very, like, touchy-feely. He, it definitely comes across more like a, I want to build a connection with you. And I, I'm totally with that. Um, unfortunately for me, low IQ person that I am, this is not compelling television. Oh <laughs> no, like, okay, okay, so, so let, let, me, let me defend my horrible position here. Because this, is, this isn't a great island to be on. Like, the, the sensible man is such a bore. But here's the thing, right? So Ivan, when he saw his brother... 
we saw levels of emotion that came yeah. over him that we That's had not true. seen to that point. Now, I get that. I'm not faulting him for not showing that to Taisha, but if you're Taisha, there's got to be some small part of you that's like, throw a little bit of that my way. Like, just a little bit. Because it's uh, it's so stark. It's like, and I get it. I, I get it, right? Do you? No, I, it doesn't seem like you do. No, no, I do. Okay, I am talking from a, a couple of perspectives here. One, as the viewer, and again, we see things that he doesn't, right? He doesn't have the advantage of seeing how the other men are doing. And then I'm also seeing it from the perspective of how she interacts with other men, one in particular. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... If you're her, the receiver, and we see it from her, it's like, it's a different feedback mechanism she gives Ivan than she gives other people. And, like, Mm -hmm. I agree that the feedback mechanism that she gives him is like, oh, my God, we could be married for, you know, 50 years and it'd be amazing. But in the moment, I think it's shortened because he's so, like, like, protective with his feelings and he has that guard there. And again, like, that's good in, like, any normal, quote-unquote, real-world circumstance. I don't think it's great for The Bachelorette. Okay. <laughs> um, Thoughts? I I mean, every human is different. I'm sorry he's not good television. I, well, I just don't think... But, like, that's not... The Bachelorette... It's not like the contest. If you think about the show in the sense that the contestants are not going on to be show monkeys for viewers, that they're going on with the purpose of I want to fall in love with person. And if you if you look at it through that lens of this person is not trying to be entertaining to me, this person is trying to build a connection with this with the lead, right? Then of then like it doesn't matter how charismatic they are for us, the viewers. Sure. And like Tasha seems really into him. True, just not the most into him. But but it's a different kind of into him. And just because those two different types of into hims look different. Yes. So, like, she's really into him because she connects with him on a deeper level. Yep. She said that she cried in front of him, which is something that she does not, like, do typically. Yeah. She's built this, like, strong foundation relationship with him. Yeah. Which she hasn't done with, honestly, a lot of the other men. She hasn't done with them. Like, built that deep family kind of relationship with them. I think it's... Let's put a pin in this, because I think this will come up again when we talk about the other guy. Because okay. I think that some of this might be true for So, him. the other point that I want to make before we jump back into the date itself mm-hmm. is that my hot take here is that the fantasy suite dates are all... Typically, once you get to the dinner portion, it's all boring. Oh, for all of take. For all of the fantasy suite dates there's the one-on-one date which is sometimes good and then they get to the dinner portion which is always boring and then they get to the fantasy suite portion which is always boring and quick so somehow today one of the dinner portions were wasn't was, boring was interesting and we'll get to that yeah. uh so we are wrapping up the dinner portion where they're talking blah blah, blah they fall oh uh, they're falling in love with each other they she hands him the letter and for those of you who have never watched the show before there's a little letter that is written by Chris Harrison, and I put that in quotations because Chris Harrison definitely didn't write it. There's some producer in the back who writes it. I, in my head canon, he writes those letters. I believe that. Because in my head canon, he has that nice handwriting. I believe that in your head canon, that's what happens. Um, so here's the letter that says, if you choose to um, forego your individual suites, mm-hmm. you can spend the night alone together in the fantasy suite. Yep. Um, and then there's a key, and it's like this old school key that's meant. It looks it, like it goes it in op- like a locket. It, o- it opens Hogwarts. It looks it's like the key that opens it's Hogwarts. Like this old, like it looks like it should go into this like um, steel lock kind of thing, like a big old tumbler. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like this really. Un- it's, the funny thing is, if you think about it, a lot of these resort doors are probably like card keys. Or, like, with your phone or whatever, which I, is just why it's funny. I would love that if it was a little card key yeah, that came with the thing. I, w- I would love that so much. It's an app you have to download, actually. Yeah. Um, so then uh, he, he of course, says he wants to spend the night with her, but he, he claims that he wants to use that time to talk with her. And I believe that, that he would want to spend that yeah. time talking with her and getting to know her on a more personal level. Because, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, Fantasy Suite is a time where the cameras are not on you. So you can talk about anything and have that alone time with that person. Yeah, so you get about 10 to 12 uninter- un- 
it's uninterrupted hours too. Yeah. No true. one's pulling you away to it's go true. do some BS. No producers, no cameramen, yeah. no nothing. It's just you and the person and you're not being watched for the yeah. first for the first time mm-hmm. in what feels like ages. Yeah. You're not being watched and you can have like this real conversation. And and in the past we've seen it where people use this time to have really deep conversation with each other. Not always, yeah, but sometimes. Um, yeah, and it was one of the things actually JoJo did allude to was you know like fantasy suites is your opportunity to talk about everything like who where are we gonna live yeah. finances and I I did think it was nice to kind of put that point into it that yeah it's not just a have sex fest for ten hours. Don't get us wrong, it is also a have sex fest. Like that is th- typically what this is used for this time. I mean, it's called fantasy suite. Yeah. It's not called, like, call your accountant. Well, I think it was more recently where people are like, we don't, we could use this time to talk. I think originally it was like, here's your time to be intimate with each other. Yeah, they have changed the the framing device. Um, that's, a, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, because the framing device used to be like, you know, if you're going to marry someone, you really got to know them in every <laughs> single way, right? Oh when it was that. <laughs> And and I think now it, it it's more of a you know if, if we're gonna have that deep connection and we're gonna talk about like kids and all this stuff you know we need that time alone et cetera et cetera et cetera which is weird because it implies that those conversations aren't possible um, on camera or, or like while other people are around which they're not by it's the true. way but yeah. it's like it's this weird like admitting that the show has these weird imperfections yeah. which they don't want to admit right yeah but like but it's like the, it's like the uh, the elephant in the room right yeah like, and like it's super knows true that's the case but yeah. it's just like you don't want to talk about it kind of yeah. thing um now before they so they go to their fantasy suite and it's a trailer like it's a no, to be fair it's 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 called oh what's it called it's um sorry keep keep talking while I it's look a this basically up. one it's it's like one of those big trailers that you use when you go like on a road trip not like a winnebago yeah it's like the old school um like the like aluminum sightings um, I'm gonna get the name of it in like two sure. seconds. Um, well, filibuster, filibuster. <laughs> Might edit some of this out. They, um, JK, no, we won't. All right, it's called an airstream. An airstream. Okay. Well, Google it. Okay. Anyway, so they go into this this big trailer. Airstream. Okay, they go into this big trailer and <laughs> they walk in, and it's 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 tiny. It be tight. It's like it's tight. tight. <laughs> It's not because it's like what people use on road trips. It's it's got like a little place to eat breakfast inside, which is not where they eat breakfast, which is funny. And it's got like it's just squeeze like squeezing through hallways and stuff. and it's not even like a cozy feel. It just is like seems small and cramped. So so um a couple things. One, th- they tried to have this with like a a rustic like campy feel to it because they had like string lights set up outside yeah. and like um like Adirondack chairs yeah. with like a table with food outside yeah. and they're like, "Oh, look at this nice thing." But I think like you get inside and it kills it. Yeah. Uh, especially when they got to the bed, man. Yeah. That bed looks small. Yeah. And especially compared to what we see yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. And he- here's the thing. Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I just gotta say this. We've talked all season about how you have this whole La Quinta resort mm-hmm. that is flush with rooms. Mm-hmm. And they have done some amazing things to these rooms. Yep. How do you not just put a different flavor on it? Do South of the Border. Do... Um, they do- definitely rented this uh, this Winnebago. And... Airstream. Whatever. <laughs> They definitely rented this thing and just needed to get its use. I I feel so bad for Ivan. And well, I, okay, I was going to feel bad for him, right? Like if that was supposed to be the place where they were up all night doing stuff, then yeah, okay, sure, I would have felt bad because there's like no space in the scrimmage or whatever. But apparently, they were up all night talking, and like, do you need do you need like a huge resort to have these conversations? No, whatever. Like, I do feel bad because. Because I feel like anyone in that scenario kind of gets gypped out of, like, a good, comfortable space because it felt really tight. And as someone who's, like, a little claustrophobic, I don't think I would have been great in there. Um, and, and yes, when within our upcoming date, it feels like Ivan really got gypped, but we'll get there. I, I, I really think he did. I yeah. think they did Ivan dirty. Yeah. And just give him, just give him a room that they put a cool theme on or mm-hmm. just did something 
fun. He's from Texas. Do a Texas thing. Oh, I'm so upset. So they don't show them waking up together, which is usually what they do after the pe- the couple like is physically intimate. Someone's got to knock on that door. Yeah. So they don't show them waking up together, but they do show them walking outside to have breakfast, which is what was funny because like while going into the trailer, Tasha's like, we can have breakfast here. But they end up eating breakfast outside. Um, and they ate, they ate breakfast together. It was very cute. And then he left and Tasha was talking to the confessional. And Tasha said, I feel like we could have a really beautiful life together about Ivan. And suddenly I felt stronger about Ivan's chances. Like, during that moment, I was like, I think she's looking at Ivan like this is a person who could be a husband. And we don't know what they talked about, but supposedly they were both very tired the next morning because they were up all night talking. Um, so Ivan goes back to the suite with Zach and Brendan. And it's awkward. Yeah, everything's awkward now. Honestly, any time you see all the three guys together, it's really awkward. Because they know they know it's Fantasy Suite Week and that the guys are like getting very close with Tasha, whether that's on a physical or emotional level. And so all the guys are just really awkward with each other now. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um... The next date is Zach's date. My boy. My boy. This date, in every aspect, was, like, just a better date set up for Zach. Yep. So, they had a painting date, uh, where they got down to their skivvies, and they put paint on each other, and then rolled around a canvas, which was far more intimate and far more fun than a cold ice kiss challenge thing. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, too, they look so comfortable, and, and this is where I get into the thing... Where I feel like if Ivan and Tasha had this date, it wouldn't have been the same. Right. And I even feel if Zach and Tasha had the ice bucket date, Zach would have found a way to like make it work in a way where it wasn't just Ivan and Tasha's like faces pressed up against each other. Yeah, I see. And look, Zach has this advantage where you know he is more charismatic than Ivan. Oh yeah. He expresses his love in a different way mm-hmm. to her, and I just think so. Again, for me, low. Dumb caveman viewer, myself, I'm talking about me, it's like, it's great television, I'm like, you know, I'm like captivated by just seeing mm-hmm. this like raw passion ooze out of them, mm-hmm. um, and I just think Zach's more fun. Before we get too off topic, you mentioned how charismatic Zach is. Yeah. Now for, for a while, viewers, I'd like to note that I had been telling DJ how Zach kind of looks or gives off the vibes of Matthew McConaughey, and I've been saying that for like... Yeah. Quite some time no, now. Not on this pod, but not she on the has podcast. said it to but, me a number but, of times. You know, a number of times. But I didn't feel like it was worth bringing up. Until today, where during the date, um, Zach Zach talks about, he gets the group date and he's about to go on the group date. Yeah, this is in the, the confe- group date. The, uh, the one, the, yeah, and uh, this is in the confessional. In the confessional, and he goes, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, oh, he did it. It is, so it, so it's weird that he said it given that, like, yeah. where, you know, he's not a carbon copy of, you know. No, it was just weird because but, I, he must have heard this before. Someone must have told it to him. But also, it's such like a thing where I feel like you're actually getting to the point where some of the younger viewers of this show, like your, your, your Gen Zers, might be like, what? Cause like how that, many Gen Zers do you think watch The Bachelorette? I could see it being popular, you know, amongst a certain group of like twenty year olds. Maybe not. Maybe I'm super out of touch and just yeah, like I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. If you're Gen Zer and you're listening to us, hit us up. Yeah, let us know. But regardless, I feel even like um just even people in their early twenties who might watch the show, like if they know Matthew McConaughey, I don't think they know. All right, all right, all right. But you don't think so? I feel like that's like a meme. But I'm old, so who's yeah, I think we're old. I think oh. this is like old people conversation. Stop. I'm I still know. technically in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So they they have their paint. They have their painting date, which honestly looks like a ton of fun. It it, it was like um not like salacious. It was a very like salacious date. I think so. You said, I just don't know what that means. Oh, so I was going to say seductive. Yeah, but well, like, that's a word that me and probably most of our audience understands. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think, like, seductive is the right word. Um, but, like, that's why I like salacious. Um, having or conveying undue or inappropriate interest in sexual matters. Uh, well, I guess, I guess. Mm. I don't know that that's correct. I would say lustful. It's a very lustful Lustful, that, that's it. Yeah, it was, it was just. It's very full of lust. But the, the interesting thing is, like, Zach is very good at weaving like the passion with Tasha 
but then bringing yes. it back to right i i could see a life with you you've like made me a better person yeah it's the, it's like a master stroke the well the thing that i love about zach's approach to this whole process is that he's not just like this is about me ending up with Tasha. it's he has been approaching it like i want Tasha to do whatever is best for her and whatever she has to do to reach that point that's great and you know why I think he's oozing confidence right now where he's like, it's going to be me. So whatever she has to do to get to this end point oh. of it being me, that's it. I mean, he says, you know, because, you know, the guys are talking and they're like, oh, my date with Tasha, my date with Tasha. Yeah. But then Zach says in the confessional, it's not Brendan Tasha, it's not Ivan Tasha, it's just Zach and Tasha. No, like, he says, it's just Tasha. It's whatever oh, Tasha needs. Oh, that's, that's right. That's yeah, right, that's he right, that's goes, right, it's right. not Brendan and Tasha, it's not Ivan Tasha, it's just Tasha and whatever she needs to get to the end of this process. And you know why he says it? Because he's so confident it's going to be him with her. I was going to say, the subtext of what he's saying is, yeah. it's Zach and Tasha, right? Like, that's the... I didn't read it like... Th- well, I mean, I guess, like, in that, like, he knows it's going to be her. That's what I but mean. But that, the way that he said it, and the way he conveys it, is that, like, he's, he just wants her to do whatever it is that gets her to that point. Being him. But he didn't say it like that. Right, that's what I meant, the subtext of it. Is sure. like, he's saying it without saying it. Okay. That's how I read it. And it could be, and I would believe this, that Zach is just a genuine guy that wants Tasha's best interest. And, like, that's yeah. a cute thing to say in, like, week six, but I think where we are now, it's like, okay, this yeah. is... <laughs> I want what's best for you, but I know it's me. I, I think he knows he wants. I just we think don't... he knows. One one step, one week at a time, or one day. I mean, this is it. We're, we're at the end game now. Um... So they get to the date portion. Uh, they Tasha brought up how during the hometowns, uh, Zach's mom had told her that he he wanted kids because apparently he mentioned that he didn't want kids before. Yep. And so Zach's mom told Tasha about how he said that with Tasha he could see himself having kids. And um, she's like, I want five kids. Like she she seems to be like very family oriented. And didn't he said like you changed that about me? Yeah. Like, like it's he. I really feel like he's showing this. Um, this version of himself, like this is the best version of me that you bring out and I can bring everything to the tape. And look, it's so true that watching this, you watch Ivan, it's like, oh, well, obviously she should pick Ivan. Right. Because it seems like Ivan provides more of that stability and a good husband. Family, family person. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. But like, you just see what Zach's bringing to the table and, like, I, I feel like just the way the show works mm-hmm. and, like, how you're, you know, picking a fiancé in, yeah, yeah. you know, such a short amount of time. Like, you go with that. We see it time and time again. Yeah. I think the only time that recently I could think of, she, uh, the person went with, like, family over everything else was um Becca picked that guy who was, like, the minivan. And there was that, like, whole thing about um him, like, wanting kids. And he was, like... Super family oriented. They don't even wind up together. But do you remember who I'm talking about from Becca's season? The guy who she picks. Yeah. I remember that, like, she was just, like, so... What was the thing you said yesterday? Like, her ovaries were, like, glowing. Ovary exploding. Her ovaries were exploding from, like, how much he wanted family. But I feel like most of the time, like, they go for, like, the, the, the fire passion. Just the way the show works. Yeah. Um, he, he said to her during the date that he promised to be authentic with her yep and he told her that he loved her this is like the final yeah well let me finish <laughs> yeah he told her he loved her she started crying and then she told him that she loved him so like checkmate right yeah right it really feels like that it feels like we only just got we only just got from ivan a um Oh my gosh, I want to get the exact wording from Ivan that he says to her. That he's falling in love with her. And that's the only other guy who even mentioned love yeah. to her. And, and Zach's like, I love you. And Tasha says, I love you. Back to him. That feels like checkmate. Yeah. It feels like it. Queen to F7. Yeah. We're, we're done. <laughs> Queen's Gambit. <laughs> okay. um, no, yeah. I, I, I do think that they're, the show is still doing a good job of being like, who knows? Um, but like she, she said in the confessional, Zach loves me and I love Zach. 
And she was giddy about she it. She was giddy. It was very, had that Claire-esque This feel. was the closest we got to Clairedale, 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 yeah, yeah. Clairedale, Clairedale. But it wasn't Not like, obnoxious. Like, it wasn't obnoxious. It wasn't obsessive. It was just like a... It was genuine. It was genuine. It was like that moment when you, when you realize you've fallen in love with someone. Yeah. And it clicks. Yeah. Like you hear it. And yeah. then I, I think this was like, so there's the ch- uh, chess analogy, uh, other analogy. This is like the final domino to top. Yeah. Right? Like, like it, if it, it's just boom, that's it. There's, there's nowhere else to go. It's not, I love you times two like there's no more yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no super saiyan god super saiyan there's, <laughs> this is like this is it this is we're here so i i think that's a wrap so then they get the letter mm-hmm. or he she gives him the letter mm-hmm. he of course takes it and they were doing this coy little thing where he's like she's like oh you sure you want to yeah. take a little more time no. to decide yeah she goes you want to take a little bit more time to decide i think that was the fastest decision that anyone's ever made with this and th- these are the things and i hate to keep bringing up these comparisons but i just think we have to because we're here now yeah um where you see those little like cute moments between the two of them yeah. And a lot of thing clicks. And, like, for me as a viewer, like, I think that's, like, fun to watch. It's just yeah. not there with Ivan. Okay. I just do not think it's there. Again, Ivan is not here to entertain you. That is not his <laughs> job. That is not the reason okay, that okay, he okay, is okay. on the show. I understand. I, I understand that you, you want to be entertained. I, <laughs> and that, like, the fact that this is a show where you are typically entertained. But you have to remember, he is not there to entertain you. And Taisha's not going to not pick him because he's not entertaining you. I know, and this is not the Ivan bashing party. Exactly. I'm not saying that by any means. What, what I'm saying is, like, for, not only for me as, a, as viewing it as a piece of entertainment, but from the perspective of, oh, who do I think is going to win? You just see what's going on with Zach and Tasha mm-hmm. versus Ivan and Tasha, mm-hmm. and it's just, it doesn't even seem close. But, but that's just to us. We don't know how Tasha's feeling about sure. it. Sure. Because, like, because I feel like these two men are so different in that, like, I think Ivan is bringing everything to the table that's like, a, I'm going to be a great dad, and I'm going to be a great husband, and I'm going to be there for you, and I'm a stable, reliable, family-oriented, good, wholesome human. And Zach is like, the I'm going to be your best friend, and I'm going to be so much fun to be with, and I am passionate, and I'm going to love you unconditionally, and da 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 And I think that both of those are amazing crate, uh Traits. traits. Yeah. I want to say qualities and traits. Ah. I cannot crates. Crates. Um, for both these men to have. And just because one looks more fun to a viewer <laughs> doesn't mean that the other person is completely out of the picture. The thing that is leading me to that point is the fact that she said to him, I love you. That is. Right. And that's, that's a very a logical thing. step. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. So he accepts the fantasy suite. They walk to the fantasy suite. It's it's a house. It's a villa. It's a villa. It, it, it's like a straight up beautiful villa. It's spit on Ivan's fantasy suite. I, it was so bad. If I, Ivan got if Ivan had one half of this ginormous house villa, whatever you want to call it, then like it would have like quadrupled the size of what he already had. Right. Um, yeah, it's just my goodness. Um, you know what a what what a, what a, what a just like slap in the face to Ivan. Yeah, it was like it was sad because because like you see Ivan's thing and you're like oh you know I'm glad they had fun and oh it seems like oh it was a little small whatever I wonder what the other guys are gonna be like and then and then Zach gets this uh, whole freaking house my, like my goodness. this ginormous villa beautiful there's two floors it's crazy I don't it was just it was a lot the the biggest disparity um and I I don't want to talk about like the whole oh like how much sex do they have blah 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 in the airstream there was this small little rickety bed and even if you're not doing like a ton of bedroom activities I'm just talking about sleeping yeah. and even if you didn't get a, a, a lot of sleep the little sleep you do get with your potential fiance wife whatever mm-hmm. you want it to be like nice pillowy just like falling Comfy. asleep in the clouds and like. That is what Zach's bed looked yes. like. Yes. And Ivan's bed looked like it was from a Motel 6. And I yeah. wanted to cry for him. Yeah. Because I felt he yeah. really was done dirty. Well, well, let's talk about the night of before we talk about the night after. Yeah. Or the, the morning yeah, yeah, yeah. after. So the night of, they show us on TV. They show them eating strawberries. They show them drinking champagne. And then they show them making out on the bed. This is all very standard affair for Fantasy Suite yep. Night. It's always like, here's us drinking some wine or champagne or whatever. And then they show them making out on the bed. 
and then the camera cuts away. That's like very standard. The last affair. thing you see, the lights go out. The lights. That's go out. our. That's our little yeah. like. Or like the door shuts. Yeah. It's like there's always something that's like the indicator of oh, it's our alone time now. That's our fade to black. Yeah. Well, the um. So that happened. That's what we saw again. Chocolate covered strawberries, champagne, lights out. What they didn't show us. We're gonna do the deep cut. We're gonna talk about the deep yeah, cut. Yeah, okay, I'd cool, like cool, to. Cool. I would like to talk about the deep cut. All right. What they did not show us that we got from Twitter. Yeah, this is from the official Bachelor Nation account, which is run by the producers of the Bachelor franchise. So right. this stuff's like canon. It's yeah, all it's legit. official. What we got was Tasha and Zach got one of those giant ass Sundays that Ivan and Tasha had on their first one on one. The Sundays where it's like a hundred scoops. Yeah. So you know what that means? This is like a thing. It is a at thing at this La Quinta. I, I had previously said that this could, this must have been like a one time thing or whatever. This must this be a thing. This has got to be a thing. And it really, honestly, it makes me want to go to this La Quinta. <laughs> I want a hundred scoops Sunday. I just want that. So, so that they had that, and then they had their night together. And now the difference. Between Zach and Ivan's night together. So when Ivan woke up, he's like, you know, we were up all night talking, so we're really tired, but we had some really good conversations and stuff. And then when Zach, um, when Zach woke up, what did he say? Uh, he was saying how, how great their night was together and that there were definitely moments of passion, which is a really classy way to say that they, uh, they did the dirty. They did the dirty, man. Oh, man. A lot. Like, like a lot. It was even while we saw them, um, a lot of making out, and like they're like yeah. passionate. But like, like always, they've al- they've always been like that, very physically intimate with each other. Um, and then the next morning, we see them jumping on the bed together, which, by the way, could not do in the airstream. Air if Ivan and Tasha did that, their heads would have went to the ceiling. Yeah, the- they might not even be able to stand up on the bed without like their heads hitting the ceiling. Like this is what I'm saying, you you are limiting the potential. Mm-hmm. Um yo, do you think they lay out all the fantasy suites for Tasha at the beginning getting so, okay, you get Airstream and you get uh this beautiful villa and then you get this third thing and she's like, "All right, well Zach's getting that one. Sorry, Ivan." And Brenda like, you know what I mean? Is she I don't know. I don't know who makes the decisions. <coughs> like I don't know if she makes those decisions or yeah, I'm not like sure. if they're made for her. Um but then the Bachelor, Bachelorette Nation, they do the fun um, cutaway to the birds and the bees, where they show some bees and flowers, and they show some birds running around. Very, very subtle. Thanks, guys. Um, and then Zach went back to the room, and it was awkward again. It's always awkward. Oh, yeah. But I think he knew he won. Oh, dude, he was, like, smiling ear to ear. He was like, it was a great night. <laughs> it was just, like, so weird. Tasha told me I won. <laughs> um... And then, so Brendan was the last person to have a date. Yep. Brendan's date, uh, Tasha took Brendan uh, and introduced him to Neil Lane. Now, this is usually early. We usually don't get Neil Lane till the final two. The final, yeah, until and, the final episode is when we see Neil Lane. Both men pick out rings. Right. So, for, for those of you who don't know, Neil Lane is the person who designs and sells the mm-hmm. engagement rings to, or gives the engagement rings to. The men who are going to be proposing to uh, the lead yep. or to the the bachelor himself. Yes, exactly. So Neilan has been on like every season, and his rings are stunning. Yeah, and he's been on this season already. Yes, yes. like or at least the video of him, right? Yeah, was on this season for Claire. Um, big season for Neilan. <laughs> uh, so but this date involved uh, Tasha brought Brendan to meet with Neilan. And they looked at a lot of jewelry stuff together. It like, was an escalation. It, yeah. it, it felt like pretty insane. And it wasn't just rings. Like, this must have been a dream for Tasha. But she was trying on earrings. She was trying on bracelets. Yeah. She was a trying beautiful, on... Beautiful, beautiful diamonds. All manners of diamond jewelry. And just oh. like, ooh. The sparkle was real. Oh my um, gosh. Now the whole time, poor Brendan looks like he's, he's going to just like fall apart and evaporate. And just, he was yeah. like... Looked petrified deer in headlights the whole time. Like, he couldn't breathe. Like, his little turtleneck was choking him. This was like, again, if you do, like, the, the flip-flop around. If Zach's on this date, he's like, yeah, let's go, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure Zach would have had a great time. I even think Ivan would have Ivan would have managed, yeah. Yeah, like, he, or at least he would have seemed more comfortable with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, talking with her about the jewelry and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, Brendan just really seemed uncomfortable. Like, the most uncomfortable. Um. So they went on there, and then they sat and they talked with him. And by they, I mean Tasha and Neil Lane talked. 
Uh, and Neil spoke about how he doesn't usually get this much time to mm-hmm. converse with people because he usually is only talking to the guys. Um, it was like a fine date. It was, I would say it was more interesting than the cold kiss bath date only because you got to see more stuff happen. Whereas the cold kiss bath date was just them sitting in a tub the whole date. And this one was like, oh, at least I can look at some pretty cool jewelry. Well, and it was like Tasha's reaction to this was like a dream come true. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like just being able to touch this much of like the These amount expensive... of the amount of uh, diamond jewelry probably worth the, the, the <laughs> probably has the GDP of a small country. Yeah. You know, the price of one of those Sundays. <laughs> right um one day we'll find out what those cost so we'll do some hardcore research okay so they go on the dinner portion of the date mm-hmm. um Tasha starts talking to brendan and basically says that like in the beginning of their relationship they had they had a great connection because like if you remember he was Tasha's first one-on-one date yep they had the horseback riding date they had a great connection and she said to him i don't know where you are now yeah like, which is not a good thing for The Bachelor to tell you when you're, like, final three. Yeah. Um, so he mentions that this is, this whole thing has been challenging for him, um, because he's been previously married. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was, like, one of their big connection points, the fact that yeah. he has previously been married and has been divorced. Um, and I don't know if it's just, well, let's, he said that there's a big part of him that was still broken and still needed to heal. And that his heart wasn't whole. And then he told her, you deserve a man that's complete and healed from his past. And I'm not that man. And that was it, man. He, he offed himself. Like. From the show. Yeah. Okay. He, he. Self-exit. Yeah, he self-exited from the yeah. show. Um, And she said that, like, if this was a past, like, one of her past selves, she. Younger she would, self. A younger self. She would have been pissed off at him. But being that she's gone through what he went through. She, like, understands where he's coming from. And I I don't think... You know what's funny? I thought about this when it was happening, but if Brendan was the first date, I think that she would have been more upset. Mm -hmm. But I think she hit a point where she was so happy and comfortable with, like, Ivan and Zach that the fact that Brendan's like, I can't give you my full self, Tisha was probably like, well, you just made my job a little bit easier. I, I also wonder if she in some way possibly saw this coming. Maybe, I mean, Brendan was she, been a pretty heavy signals. Yeah, she didn't seem so blindsided. Yeah. Like, it, it was a shock, and she was upset. I don't want to take away mm-hmm. from, like, she was just like, ah, psh, whatever. But yeah. this wasn't like in, wait, oh my god, are you serious? Like, it. she was surprised. Yeah. She wasn't totally shocked, I, she, I would say. She said, she knows what he's gone through, mm-hmm. and she said to him, if you're not ready, I'm not going to push you. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, she walked him out and he said to her, he hugged her and said, I wish you every amazing thing that life has to offer. It was nice. It was, it was sad. Yeah. It was sad because like, now again, probably easier for Tasha because she didn't have to make that hard decision, right? Like, like it sucks because she probably wanted to get to know him better and she lost that opportunity. But also, she still has two amazing guys, and she she didn't have to make the decision to hurt someone, right? So like, yeah, it sucks, but like, mm weird yeah um so that's it uh we're down to two guys and uh we'll no, see you no, next no, week no, everybody no. wait 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 what are you talking about so the, it was funny because this happened and there was still what 15 minutes left 20 minutes i think left? before the commercial after the commercial break it was like 20 minutes so so this happened and we were like oh, okay so there will be the we're like there's 20 minutes left and all there is is the rose ceremony left which so there won't be because there's only two right. guys right and there wouldn't even be a rose ceremony so we're like what the heck are they gonna do for the rest of the episode um they show Tasha setting up a breakfast or at least finishing the setting up of a breakfast finish the setting well that's her thing she just likes to right. finish setting up breakfast and again it's gorgeous and you know we'll keep talking it's about this till the end of time and but and every single breakfast <laughs> I know every single it's breakfast all- is amazing cause it's all like croissants and beautiful okay anyway um <laughs> there's a knock on the door we're like oh it's gonna be jojo or oh it's gonna and be chris, chris harrison because that's how it goes um it was not either of those people it was rachel rachel, rachel! we love rachel we're huge rachel fans you, i mean you people who have been listening would know we we bring yeah. her up occasionally uh we talk about how smart she is and how she's one of the more like successful bachelorettes in the sense yeah. that like she's still with the person who proposed to her. Yeah, her and Brian are married. Yeah, she became a huge um, face of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Um, She's in media now. Yeah. She quit her job as a lawyer to go into media. Like, look, I, I won't question anyone's career path. You find what you love, take it and roll yeah. with it. It's just like, it's kind of crazy that she did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But we love Rachel. Oh, we love Rachel. And we've, we've talked in the past about how the comparisons that we've made between Tasha and Rachel is that they're both very well, um, they're both very, elo- was it eloquent? I would say thoughtful. They're both I thoughtful. I think they're both very thoughtful. And smart. Yeah. So yeah. smart. Like, they put a lot of thought into their actions and words and the way that they speak about things and two people. Yeah. And I feel like they both handle things very well. And then you juxtapose it to, like, Claire. And it's like, uh, anyway, um, so... Tasha basically gave Rachel the rundown. Mm-hmm. She told her about what happened with Brendan the night before. She told her about what happened with Ivan and what happened with Zach. Um, and the the overarching theme of what Rachel's response was that, like, you need to be confident yep. in your decisions that you're making and not regret anything. Yeah. And then, well, was there something you wanted to add well, to that? Well, no, I think it's going to go into what you are saying, but uh, Rachel cues up an interesting, uh, like... She says, and then you start thinking about the guys who you oh, sent yeah. home. Right. She goes. She teased this up right. for Tasha. And then Tasha talks about Ben. So uh, Chekhov's guns all over the place. Uh, rarely do they bring stuff up to not come to fruition. Yeah. So as soon as she's dropped the bee bomb, as it were, we're like, oh, Ben's coming. is coming back. Well, like, also because it's fair to say that throughout this whole episode, they were teasing a part of the episode. Where someone showed up at Tasha's door at nighttime. Yep. And they're like, I can't believe he would just show up like this or yeah. something like that. And we're like, who who would that be? And at first I was like, oh, maybe it's Brendan. Maybe after their date he goes to talk to her. I said maybe ben. it's Maybe it's Ivan. Did I, it's true. And, I didn't say ben. and so when when um when Tasha brings up Ben during yeah. this thing, I was like, oh, it is Ben. Swish. Definitely gonna be Ben during that moment. Uh, and it was, <laughs> but so the, the whole talk with Rachel led to that point pretty much where it's just like, oh, and there's this guy, Ben, and I really liked him, but he was kind of closed off to me and I sent him home yep. and blah, blah, blah. She did bring up the interesting thing about him being 10 years in the army and how she thought that that might've like made him a bit of an emotional wall. She didn't say it like that. I'm sorry. Do you- I forget what exactly she said. Then it made him a little bit more closed off. That's what it was. Yeah, that she did not say I'm an para- emotional wall. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> this is DJ speak. Um. So. And when I say I said that the army sanded away all of his personality, <laughs> and just so you had person. So so we see. <laughs> Thank you for your service, veterans. I don't believe you. All of your personalities have been sanded away. So, Although I've met many of you, and it is so true we've seen we see Ben walking through the resort again, and. Ben walks to a door and knocks on the door and it's daytime and we go, that's not Tasha's door because he approaches her door at nighttime because we know that from all of the trailers that they show of it. Mm-hmm. It was Chris Harrison. And they're both like, hey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, like, like, like Chris Harrison's like, Ben, uh, we paid for your you? We paid for your plane fare. What are you doing, bro? He's Did like, you skip out? What are you doing? What are you doing here? Um... He, what a reference no one's going to get. I know. I'm sorry. It's like... Nope, just leave it. We move on. He... So he he tells Chris Harrison about how he didn't get to tell Tasha that he loved her and how he regrets not having that opportunity. So, so there's a couple things where we... I empathize with Ben and you criticize Ben. Fair criticism, by the way. I thought yours was very fair. So what Ben said was, I didn't want to tell her I love her while she was sending me home because then it's like this desperate ploy of like, Oh no, you're dumping me. Wait, I love you. I totally get that. But then you replied with, he should have told her during his hometown hundred percent when he had the chance. No excuse. There was no excuse. He, he realized he loved her during the hometown. That's when he should have told her. He should have told her as soon as he knew. And the fact that he's like, well, I didn't want to say when she was dumping me. Well, yeah, well you had a chance before that and you didn't take it. And like, it's like, yeah, I feel bad, sure, but I would have felt bad for any of the guys going home. But, yeah. like, you you miss all the chances you don't take, and you missed this chance, and yeah. that's what it came down to. And, you know, it's the weirdest part about this now, and actually, let's jump into when he talks to Tasha first, because I because I want to get into this. Sure. He, so he meets up with Tasha right before the rose ceremony. Yep. He meets up with Tasha. He, he wants to talk to her about just everything he was feeling. Uh, he... He told her, like, what he was going through after that whole ha- all happened, and he told her that he was in love with her. And Tasha doesn't... You know how Tasha handled Bennett when Bennett surprised her? Yeah. And how she was kind of, like, still friendly and nice and stuff with him? She seemed a little confused, but more upset. Yeah, this felt more like a, what the hell are you doing here? Why, yeah, like, why are you here? And yeah. not like... 
Or more like, why would you drop this bomb on me? It's kind of like... Now. Yeah, like now. Like, why would you come here and drop this bomb on me? Um, Because that's hard. She's already in a hard spot, and now he just complicated things. So... Feels selfish, too. Not gonna lie. No, it does. Feels like he's doing this for him, not for, like, oh, a her. Percent. It's like, well, I don't think you're gonna be any better off by me telling you this, but I'll feel a whole lot better. Uh, yeah, so, it, it's, it's a weird... It, it, it reads weird. It is. It's so... I think that he felt the need to get it off his chest, like, to say it, yeah. to, because he would have regretted not saying it at all. Yeah, sure. Um, but I, I just don't, like, okay, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair to the other men. I don't think it's a good look for him. Yeah. And she already has got, like, she's already has to make these hard choices. Yeah, it's not fair to Tasha either. No, like, a thousand percent not fair to her. And, like, I just don't... It's a bad look. And yeah. I, e- even then... Like, the way he does it, like, it's not this impassioned plea for, if we just had one more chance, like, you know, um, a boom box, boom box yeah. over the head, please. This is more like, I, I needed to do this because I was so shocked and I didn't tell you. And now I'm just telling you because it makes me feel better. Yeah, it was weird because he didn't, it wasn't like he, <laughs> there was still no emotion in it. Like, Ben, this robot emotionless per he was just like... Yeah, and I love you. And she just kind of looked at him like, what? What are you? Oh, the point that I was going to make is that, like, so he's doing this for him, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Like, I don't know if he expects anything to happen from this, right? Maybe not. Maybe he's just like, I can't live with myself until I tell this to you and damn the results. Which I would say is extremely selfish. Hell yeah. (laughs) Because, like, it's not like she is going, I feel very strongly. By the way, this did not get resolved this episode. What happened this episode is she she said, I'm going to head out, okay? She literally said, he said all this stuff to her, and she said, I'm going to head out, okay? And she Which got up and a left. great exit it line. Great. It's a phenomenal mic it's, drop. It's, it's great. And then she got up and she left. And she went and she went to a different room. And she, not like, like she left her suite and then she went to a different, like, suite or room. My guess is that's a room that's used, like, exclusively for production. Yeah. And, and she knew she could go in there to talk to the... Her producer, probably. Yeah. Because she wasn't trying to get away. This wasn't a, get these cameras out of my face. Yeah, this... It really just seemed like she wanted to get away from Ben yeah. and talk to whoever she could talk yeah, to. To someone. Like, she needed to do real-time processing of yeah. what was going on. Exactly. So <laughs> This wasn't a hop-the-fence scenario. Right. So, like, I don't... So, I find it very selfish of Ben to be doing this. Uh, I don't think it's fair to Tisha. I don't see her dropping Ivan or Zach who are two remaining guys no this is so dumb which is why it's like why even like sure you want to just but why not just wait like first of all you don't need to do this sometimes you just have to deal with the fact that you can't give a final message to a person yeah like sometimes that's just it yeah this is also the last gasp of the show trying to have some suspense going into uh the finale because like there's always like a thing Mm -hmm. so this is like yeah ben come on and just tell her you love her let's let's spice things up a bit it's very silly and i think we're worse off for seeing it Mm -hmm. but like i get why they have to do their their thing yeah um but you know it's it's, i think (laughs) so the 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 last episode is today by the time you're listening to this hopefully and um you know eight eight o'clock eastern starts 801 ben's gone yeah like that's that's you know that's all folks yeah um so yeah that's how this episode ended yeah it was very silly and i wish they didn't do this but um so Let's work with the information we have. Sure. There's technically three men in play, but it's really two. It's, there, it's, are, there are two men in play and one outlier. Sure. Simon and Zach. We'll just yeah. go with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, killing it on predictions. I have the finale, Ben and Zach. Maybe in some weird bizarro universe I wound <laughs> up being right, but I, I would not bet on it. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, Brendan, Brendan and Zach. Zach. Um, yeah. I, Ivan is continuing to um, disappoint us from a predictions perspective every week. Yeah, like, like personally, I'm happy because I, I really oh, like yeah, Ivan yeah. and Tasha. I think that they'd be cute. I just, I, from from a, I'm trying to game the system. I'm surprised. It's bad for your record. It's, it's, it in is. terms of in terms of your lifetime record of predictions. This is bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, do we? Because we 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 have like final prediction time, right? We, who the winner is. We can stick with our Zach guns, mm-hmm. or we could see if Ivan lets us down one that last time <laughs> and like wins the whole thing and just like blows up in our face. Um, 
I would. Ugh. I'm gonna stick with my guns. Yeah, you are. Just cause. Just cause. <laughs> yeah, me too. And and I I like to make the record that I will not be disappointed if Ivan wins. Mm-hmm. I'd be very happy for him. Yeah. If he wins. I'd be sad for Michelle. I'd be sad for my batch bracket. Okay. Yeah. yeah which yeah. which I've been trailing on i did one week where i was super good and then the week that easy went home just messed me up murdered yeah murdered me um okay let's do our segments yeah let's do it okay a lot to speak about with fashion corner because <laughs> there was a lot of like one-on-one times and a lot yeah. of outfits and things to talk about so during Tasha's one-on-one time with ivan's date uh she wore a sparkly romper that had long sleeves and it was it was plunging so it went all the way down, and there was like a lacy bra yeah. portion it was that showed. All, all black too. All black yes. sequins, romper, long mm-hmm. sleeves, plunging um, neckline with a lacy bra portion. Very, very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next morning when she woke up, she wore these big chunky clear glasses. Yeah. And I just want to point those out because we don't usually see Tasha in glasses. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually she's got her contacts in. And mind you, when she woke up with Zach or when she was jumping around with Zach, she already had her contacts Time in. Time contacts was in. Yeah. So like it, it also, it was nice because it, it felt like she's so comfortable with Ivan. Yeah. She didn't feel the need to like doll herself up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and that was nice. Um, then during Zach's one-on-one portion pre-fantasy sweet she had this mini pink tube dress yep. on and it had another bra portion i don't know if this is a new trend where it's oh. like something that looks like your bra is peeking out but it's actually part of the dress mm-hmm. uh but instead of lace it was like glittery so it was like it looked it just looked like she was wearing a strapless bra that was peeking out but it wasn't it was part of the dress um and then for brendan's one-on-one portion of the date she wore a silver mini dress um that was it had this fringe bottom that went like from her thighs to her like knees yeah uh and that it just was a nice nice. looking dress okay and then um the during the rose ceremony portion we got to we didn't see the rose ceremony but we got to watch ivan and zach get ready for the rose ceremony yep and ivan wore an outfit this had to have i don't know if this was happenstance or it had to been a coincidence i don't think anyone would have told him the coincidence that we're speaking of is that i've been wearing an outfit that resembled the types of outfits that brendan wears yeah. it's that like turtleneck ish shirt with the with the blazer over it like you know all of the outfits brendan's have worn through the whole freaking show it felt like like rest in power brendan yeah like, it really <laughs> it really it was like that like he wore he just put on this the shirt and the blazer i'm like did someone did someone tell him to wear that yeah it was weird okay and then the last the last outfit i want to speak this one this one like blew michelle's mind i was in such shock um her rose ceremony dress and it was so clear she was saving this dress yeah this is the last big dress before like the quote-unquote wedding dress this is the last rose ceremony dress before the proposal before the proposal before her wedding dress right yeah yeah yeah. okay it's it's a halter dress black (laughs) it has a chain dj's laughing at me because i'm saving the best part for less there's a chain neckline you're bearing the lead so hard (laughs) i can't it has a slit from her like collarbone mm-hmm. to her um, like solar plexus. Her solar, yeah, like like just like where your sternum is. Yeah, yeah, like right there. Okay, so imagine if you had a really tight dress and someone took like a knife and just <laughs> cut it from like your boobs up to your neck, and like if you had like your chest just popped out, that's like what it looked like. Yeah, it man, was just it was like insane. like her. I don't know what kind of bra she was wearing to make this work. Yeah. But it just, it it looked great on her. She could really make it work, but it was just, it, it again, Her I'm boobs speechless. were, like, almost out. They, like, they, no, because they were not, like, almost out. They just. There was a window into her boobs. <laughs> there was a window. It was. It was just. It's like the way you say, like, there's a window into your soul. But no, it was like... It was a window chest. into her chest, yeah. It was it was a very seductive dress. Yeah, this one. Seductive is the operative word for Ooh. this dress. <laughs> it was it was definitely a, this was going to be my final rose ceremony dress. Like, yeah. damn. This, it, it exploded in Michelle's brain. I, there, like, there was just... The way I was speechless just now trying to explain it, that's why I was trying to explain it to DJ. I was like... Uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Best part, worst part? um 
Best part, I I really, I really like the Zach Tasha body paint date. The 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 portion just them like rolling around yeah, and it was, was my, like I think that was my best part as well. Yeah, I, I thought it was a highlight of of, of the episode. Um, Worst yeah. part, um, just the Brendan Neil Lane thing was super ox. Mm. I just I did not like watching it. Yeah, because. It wasn't like Brendan was like, ha ha, this is cool. But like, maybe inside you're like, oh, something's off. It was on his face. It was just like, I am not okay with this. And watching it is like, you're just seeing a person living through a moment they would rather not live through. And that's not fun. Yes. I laugh because it reminds me of the owl. Um, but look how calm she is. Oh, yeah. Owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. The My worst part was, so I had two. Um, one was the ice kissing date. I can't stand the break a record for kissing dates yeah and i find it extremely boring to watch those dates it's awful (laughs) they are literally not moving for however long that portion of the date is and it's very not it's not good television there's nothing to watch the commentating is stupid like it's it's not good but worse for me is brendan coming back and like trying to talk to you mean ben 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 coming Mm. back and trying to talk to tasha it's pretty bad that was bad that was not i did not care for it Okay, final words. Rachel! Oh, nice. My girl. Yeah. She just makes everything better. Um, Truth. And I don't know how much her and Tasha had talked, but they had, like, a pretty good connection and just, like, flow going on, so... I really like what she had going on with her hair. Yeah, she had all the braids in. It looked good. Yeah. It was a good look for her. Had, like, lip gloss on. Everything was, like, working with her. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. So. Woo! How about you? Yeah. Um, I think I want to give it to Neil Lane. I think really? He, I think he stepped outside of his comfort zone, whether he was forced to do that or not. Um, to be in a date like that is, and like to have to talk that much more. And yeah. Like, and like have conversation with like a woman. Mm-hmm. How dare he? No. Oh, um, <laughs> no, it just. It's certainly rare. It was, it was definitely stepping outside of his comfort zone, whether he, whether he did it of his own fruition or if they told him to do it. Um, it, it's just, it was like, I know Brendan seemed really uncomfortable during that date, but like if Zach was in that position or even Ivan, I feel like that date could have been so much more. It would have been a better watch. It would have been a better watch. Um, a better watch. Watch. We pointed out a watch. Sorry guys. (laughs) Love this for the audio medium. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you're schedule. You're listening to this hopefully before the finale. Yes. You will hear from us again on Friday, recapping the finale, and I guess Tasha's season in general. We'll probably talk about... It is Friday, right? It is Friday. So Christmas, it's going to be dropping? Ooh, I don't know. You'll hear this whenever it gets dropped by the pop break. Yeah, I guess the holiday schedule makes it kind of weird. They might Um, drop it earlier than... They might drop it Christmas We might record it earlier. Um, So, that's that, and then next week, when you're listening to us, we will... Do a preview of the women for Matt James' season. And then the following weekend, it's Matt James' season. Ain't no rest for the wicked. We are here. We we are straight Bachelor from now until like April, May, and who knows what's happening then. It is going to be a bonanza. Ain't no rest for the wicked. (laughs) So um, that's it. We'll see you all later in the week. It's very exciting. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be the last episode of Tasia. I know, I know. Woo! Goodbye, everybody. We love you.